0: This year's donations might go to,
1: say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people!
2: Geology is the study of pressure and huh? time. That's all it takes, really.
1: What kind of activity has turned the to massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the geology Flannelcast. For are changing it up today. This is Chris.
0: Ah, this is Steve. What? uh this is jesse yeah.
1: what jesse off there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. threw it all off yeah
0: <laughs> i mean I, kind of, I like it i like it it was it worked
1: good you know yeah. something we just need to we were getting the giggles doing the beginning so i just said you know what here we go we did that was like we the fifth take decision. so anyways nailed thank it you everyone for tuning yeah. into the premier geology podcast also known as geology flannel cast how's everyone doing today you guys are doing all right
2: living loving loving loving, living
0: yeah me personally i am yeah smooth sailing was that convincing (laughs) very good all
1: gravy in the navy for thornburg over here yeah
0: (laughs) just yep i'm not sinking
1: so he's not sinking what that's a that is actually a segue to the
0: topic i wasn't expecting to get into the topic this this quickly but uh that's a new land speed record. Right? Yeah, this is a new speed record. So I, I too am
2: more buoyant than ever.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, you know, if we keep rambling, this topic will disappear.
2: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: What's what are we talking today? today? The Bermuda Triangle, or we could talk about the Bermuda Triangle till the cows come home. But more specifically, the geology behind the Bermuda Triangle. Dum dum dum. dum so kind of uh we're getting close to halloween you know we got uh about a week and a half away from halloween or so it so, depends on when you post this depends on when <laughs> i post this, this is right <laughs> we record this about a week and a half before halloween um spooky topic kind of getting everyone in the uh in the feel for halloween um yeah so the geology behind the bermuda triangle is the topic for today um Lots of lots of conspiracy theories behind this one. And you know, we here at the geology Flannel chaos are huge fans of of, uh, of conspiracy theories. Steve's actually going uh Sasquatch hunting this weekend. Yep. Oh, squatching. Wow. Squatchin'. Squatchin'.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't go hunting, I just go watching. Come
1: on. Sasquatch
0: observing. Yeah. I mean, if Sasquatch has taught us anything, he cannot be hunted.
2: That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just squatching. I'm just watching Sasquatch.
0: Hide-and-seek champion forever.
2: (laughs) True. So, But I don't um, know what Sasquatch watching has to do with conspiracy theories, but carry on.
1: Well, I guess uh, not so much conspiracy (laughs) theories, but... uh, uh, All things
2: mysterious.
1: All things mysterious? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, there's a lot of mysterious stuff going on with the Bermuda Triangle. So, uh, geez, everything from uh, people have uh, tried to pin aliens on the Bermuda Triangle, um, government conspiracies,
2: aliens, uh, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You name it. Um, It's been it's been thrown out for the Bermuda Triangle. So let's start off. What is the Bermuda Triangle?
2: I was just going to say, where is the Bermuda Triangle?
1: Oh, Steve, thanks so much for asking. Is so it the a Bermuda, giant triangle in Bermuda? It's much larger than Bermuda. Uh, it's basically, if you draw, it's a triangle that stretches from Miami to Puerto Rico and Bermuda. And it's huge. It's uh, hundreds of thousands of square miles in the, nor- in the North Atlantic Ocean. No,
2: South Atlantic Ocean? I think the North
1: Atlantic Ocean is anything north of the equator. Or, well uh, okay yeah. in the
2: atlantic ocean when you say oh, north atlantic ocean i'm thinking like newfoundland or Greece.
1: yeah that's a good yeah the wasn't there a am i my was there is there a push to make the atlantic ocean into two oceans the north atlantic and the south atlantic it's crazy, talk. Like yeah. crazy, crazy talk yeah crazy talk
2: okay let's not even mention that again chris <laughs>
1: yeah. how dare you Technically uh, there's only one ocean. All the oceans are connected. Yeah, there, there's only one world. Not
2: there's Billy Ocean.
1: <laughs> um anyways, so the Bermuda Triangle is a heavily trafficked area. Um, lots of transport vessels, and it's been cloaked in all this 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 mystery behind the Bermuda Triangle. Uh ships have disappeared supposedly have disappeared in there Uh, and it's not just limited to ships uh, planes have disappeared as well Um, people have claimed that uh, their compass has gotten all wonky going around there Um, all sorts of weird weird navigational issues um, have been pinned to this location in the Bermuda Triangle so, uh we should probably go to um we love talking about like the the history of names and how how you know things got their names in this podcast. So, where did the where did the name the Bermuda Triangle come from? So, it actually it's kind of a recent thing. It's uh well, recent as in it's uh about 60 years so old. 60 or, years
2: old, but yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> Oh, well, but if you were to say Bermuda Triangle to me, I would be like, oh, that's been around for at least 100 years.
1: Yeah. I thought it was around a lot longer. I didn't realize that it's only like 60 years old.
0: Yeah. I would have said like old timey sailors and their old timey boats. Talking yeah. Right. Like the
1: pirates and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know,
2: yeah. you know, the, the scientific time of old timey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like sailing ships with yeah. what
1: with their sails.
2: Yeah. Like the time of yore.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, it came out in 1964, which kind of takes like that, uh, I don't know, mystique away from Ooh. it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty much as old as the theory of plate
0: tectonics. No, 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 no. I'm going to call you right here. What did you say? 19 what?
2: 64.
0: Nope. I got, I got the, uh, the original article from 1952 Ooh. from Fate magazine.
2: Well, I'll take 70 Asian years.
1: Magazine? Because I'm What's looking that? at uh, uh, a magazine called how you pronounce Argosy. Argosy. Argosy.
0: So this is Fate Magazine, which is like a paranormal magazine from 1952. Right. The, the article's called See Mystery at Our Back Door. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: that's what yeah. refused to refers to the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Uh, bu- 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 bu. It, it talks sank. about disappearance there, it talks about some disappearances of ships. I'm trying to see if it, uh, yeah, I, actually I, used the term triangle, triangle,
2: hmm. the deadly that's, Bermuda dodecahedron.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's some of it is that sometimes. The the boundaries aren't, I mean, super, they're, they're pretty much agreed on, but you'll find people who argue, Why mainly because this isn't, like, an official thing.
1: When did, um, yeah, sounds like, what was the name, Jesse, what was the name of the of, uh, magazine you're talking about? What was it called? I think Fate. Fate. Fate that sounds like uh, the Art Bell of, uh, of <laughs> the oh. 1950s. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It um,
0: <clears throat> so actually, I don't know if they they use. I'm just looking through it quick. It, it talks about like ships and planes that have disappeared, and it says it's a in a region, it's a watery triangle bounded roughly by Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Oh, so there, I'm gonna count wow. that. So it's yeah, yeah it's not that, using that's... the the exact phrase, but
2: yeah, because this 1964 article calls it the deadly Bermuda Triangle.
1: Dun dun. Uh,
2: so but i'll go with uh 70 years ago
1: so they they talk about um when the argosy article they talk about the disappearance of the uss cyclops which is a, a navy supply ship that happened in 1918 and then um there was a uh
2: which by the way isn't that a weird name for a navy ship
1: that kind of is a weird you know, yeah. yeah. cyclops I don't know. Maybe they weren't naming after people at that point.
2: No, I understand it, that, but
0: I, I mean know. it was when was it 1918?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So they're they're building ships left and right for World War One. You got you're running out of names, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It All was right. uh yeah, that's a bummer about this ship. 309 people hmm. gone into it the disappeared. ether. Ne- never found it, huh? Into the ether. Um it was it was carrying manganese ore. So it was not uh it was not riding high on the sea.
1: So
2: <laughs> no, that's ore.
0: dense is that that <laughs> must be
1: something with uh explosives, I'd imagine, right? Something no. Of...
2: manganese? No.
1: And what do you I what think? I you... for uh or, or maybe I think it's you're thinking of magnesium, maybe? Yeah. Mag- magnesium, okay. That no, you're right, you're right.
2: Yeah, no, manganese really? is used in like uh, metallurgy. Like uh okay.
1: yeah. um well there you have this oh. so the Cyclops goes down in the Bermuda Triangle nineteen eighteen and then um the the bombers uh in nineteen forty-five doing um an exercise in the Bermuda Trial. It wasn't the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle at that point, but in the Atlantic Ocean. Um uh nobody found them. Uh they they uh that's you're talking about flight nineteen. The i don't know about a flight number
2: no this is 45 naval naval bombers were doing a practice run and then they even sent out like a search plane to go find them or multiple search planes but one of the search planes disappeared too
0: yeah that's like isn't that like the most famous one
2: i think so
1: yeah that's pretty famous one I've, i've i've seen about i've i've heard about this uh the Whatever these aircraft and like the History Channel and stuff like that, they've had I seen specials about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, like uh, the, all their instruments like shut off, and they they were they were thought they were flying in one direction, and so all they had to do was like turn around. Yeah, and they they turned around, and they were flying for hours. And the last like radio call was like, <clears throat> I only see like white water, like I can't explain it. It was very mysterious.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm sounds like aliens
0: also shows up uh the opening scene of uh close encounters of the third kind speaking of aliens oh the opening scene in the desert in the in where what a desert i forget where it is um but they they stumble upon the like the planes in pristine condition like with
1: full fuel tanks and whatnot you know, I never, never seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
2: I, I've oh. only seen bits and pieces of it.
1: Wow. Well, All
2: right, I'll, was... be, I'll be back in two hours.
0: Yeah, hit pause. Everyone hit <laughs> pause. No, actually, we're just going to sit here in silence while you watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Done. Just watch my face. <laughs> Ooh. Huh.
1: Yeah. So potatoes. one of the, um, what, um well, actually, you know, we'll get into this a little I'm going to skip around a little bit here, but, um. So what could cause, you know, what? Uh, let's look at some of the folklore. Can we say folklore or uh, some of the things that people have kind of uh, tried to say caused these these vessels, these ships and uh, planes to, to disappear? So first things first, there has been uh, talk of uh, people's navigational instruments kind of going haywire in the Bermuda Triangle. And um, so let's uh, let's break this down. Like, how do how does like a simple compass work, right? Um, And then we'll say, you know, how what's going on, and you know, how things get weird in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, So the
2: wizard casts a spell in the factory, and then they all point north.
1: There you go. Um (laughs) 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 Only they would have thought about that earlier. Wizards, wizards, man. So you have, um, you know, if you buy a compass, a very simple compass, like just a cheapo compass, whatever, that any young scout uses, it's not going to point you in the direction of geographic north. So, like, what? it's going to point you to magnetic north. The magnetic north and geographic north are not the same location. Magnetic so it's not the same. So if you're trying to find Santa Claus with a cheapo, like $2 compass, and you say, I'm going to go this, just follow this compass to the North Pole because I want to find Santa Claus and his and his elves and the reindeer. Whoa, whoa. That cheapo compass is not. Going Hang to on.
2: This, this is taking us in a totally different direction. Wouldn't Santa Claus. I just assume Santa Claus is at the magnetic North Pole.
1: I always assume Santa Claus to be the geographic north. Yeah, North Pole.
2: The north geographic Pole. or magnetic?
1: Geographic. Magnetic is it's over mag- Canada. Magnetic is, it's actually, well, the, the, you can talk about the magnetic north. I just looked this up today, actually. Okay. Our, I'm <laughs> looking it up like, right now. It's pretty close to the geographic north right now.
0: It is. It's, oh, yeah. It's, but it's over like the Baffin Islands there up in Canada.
1: Moving pretty fast, and there's like a. Yes, it's cooking. I don't really know why it's it's. It'll like, be over Russia soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. You know. That, I think that was Santa just Claus... a little
2: tangent. I I always assumed it was magnetic
1: north. Well, if Santa Claus would set up shop in the magnetic north, he'd have to m- constantly be moving. Maybe.
0: Or is the
2: find. Earth moving around him? Or is it because he's magic? All right.
0: Maybe he is Canadian. G'day. Mm-hmm.
1: Put Stop spoiling my fun.
2: Anyway, all right so (laughs) magnetic north and geographic north yes two different spots
1: two different spots all right so your compass is not going to you there's a correction you have to do it's called magnetic declination um so there's a there's a uh, a correction that you have to do to to figure out you know which where is exactly um your true north your your geographic um north is so there are locations and de- oh, oh, before I get into this, let me just say this uh, depending on where you're at on earth, that angle of difference between true North, you know, geographic North and magnetic North can change. Right. So, but there are a couple locations on earth. There are some spots on earth where there is no correction your little cheapo scout compass is going to point to the it's going to be pointing to both the magnetic north and the geographic north at the same time and these are known as um, agonic lines and um, so that's the only time that your compass is going to be like, truly accurate and there is so but this changes over time obviously with the with the magnetic field, it's it's called polar wander, as the magnetic uh, wanders around. um,
2: Yeah, the magnetic pole is just wandering around.
1: Yeah, like a... yeah, Lost. There There is one agonic line that runs from Lake Superior all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico near the Bermuda Triangle. So one of these theories that uh you know cause some of this like navigational disruption in the bermuda triangle is saying that um you know uh mariners or captains of ships whatever um i guess they're all captains of ships mariners a mariner just means that you're just a sailor a sailor right yeah okay yeah so anyways they're so used to like, you know, accounting for this magnetic declination that um, they tend to make mistakes when they're on these agonic lines and it's easy to kind of lead them astray and and, uh, kind of take them off course. Um, So that in conjunction with shallow waters around the, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the Caribbean, Get a lot Caribbean. of reefs and stuff like that. Um, it can lead to navigational errors, and then ships running aground, getting stuck, and then that's that. See you later. So that's one one hypothesis, right? That kind of leads to you know related to geologic phenomenon, right? Um, there's another another theory that talks about that that has been suggested that the uh, Bermuda Triangle. Might be home to a large-scale magnetic anomaly. So this is good. So when you ever say, "like," I love this language because <laughs> that's so generic. Oh, large-scale magnetic anomaly. Cool. All right. <laughs> Moving on. If only, if only the Earth's magnetic field was just formatted better.
0: Oh. oh what a goodness, segue, man! Gracious.
1: Right. Seriously, okay, we're two for two with segues today. So. <laughs>
2: Well, while we're talking about formatting, let's talk about our wonderful sponsor, the Formatting Formula, www.formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Um, I know I sing the praises of Formatting Formula all the time, but (laughs) I was uh, gracious enough to send them a document recently, and uh, they actually said, this is the worst document they've ever seen. (laughs) It was, it was a, a, word document that was converted to PDF like 22 years ago. And then it was reconverted to word. And then I was trying to format it and I was having such a problem. Like legit, like two pages in took me like two hours and then they documented the whole 200 page document in, in like four hours. It was amazing. So, uh dot can't say enough great things about them um check them out uh, if you want to learn yourself you can go to their youtube videos and they they do all all kinds of it's very well paced you know it's not super fast so you have to keep like pausing and rewinding like it's, it's just a very well-paced uh video so you can just go through and watch them um <clears throat> but m- most importantly make sure you say the geology flannel cast sent you and uh you know, give them a like, shout them out, comments, whatever. So formattingformula.com.
1: All right. So get your formatting together, magnetic field. Um, <laughs> So the, uh, in terms of this like large scale magnetic anomaly that has been um, attributed to the Bermuda triangle, it got, uh, it's, I guess it's claimed that it's a region on earth where the earth's magnetic field lines are warped and twisted. And,
2: uh, that was this- my nickname in high school.
1: Warped and twisted. <laughs> uh, sounds like that's something that happens if you hang out the bar for too long. Too <laughs> um, so that's been, uh, you know, maybe that's, what's causing this, uh, you know, navigational issues in Bermuda Triangle, but it let it be known there is no evidence that <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle contains any unusual magnetic disturbances. Um and so probably, probably not that. All right. So uh, there's
2: no uh what is it? there's a density anomaly like in northeast Pennsylvania? Yeah. So there's nothing like that going on. But even the density anomaly doesn't change your compass at all. It just...
0: No. no. Yeah. That's more gravity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get... I mean, yeah, you get... If you look... You can look at a magnetic anomaly map and you'll see it's... Magnetism around Earth isn't uniform. One, the way... the You know, the Earth's core is a big bar magnet, the way the... North and south lines shoot out of the poles. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is just gravity anomalies. So it's not going to affect your navigation. Yeah, gotcha. unless you're navigating by gravometer.
1: Most people don't do that. And that no, you cannot Smart. do that on a boat. It's just moving around too much. I've never uh, used, did you guys ever use a gravometer? Yes, it's neat you have yeah, is it yeah we, tedious? Like, like is it tedious to use? Uh,
0: the one I had was was actually pretty simplistic. It was just like super sensitive springs inside yeah. of a, you know a box mm-hmm. but we I did it like we tested it in the building I was in, and it was five stories, and you could see the change in gravity from the ground to the top.
2: Oh okay. neat. Wow.
0: And then we did a survey over over this ridge line. And in the middle of the mountain, there was a railroad tunnel. So you had this huge chunk of mass that was taken out. And you can see a dip in the gravity. Oh, wow. Yeah, Very cool. Neat. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Wow. I've, I've, I've never even seen one in person.
2: Well, wow. You've never lived.
1: I guess I haven't <laughs> lived. I'm deprived. Deprived. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, the you know, there's the talk about the magnetic fields and We'll see with that. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um, All right. Here's what I like to want to. is what um, I've heard about most in terms of the Bermuda Triangle. Uh This is actually something called Methane Clathrates, which was Jesse's nickname in high school. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> the Methane
0: Clathrate. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if After you, Taco you, Bell like, came. After to too town. many
1: bean burritos. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, look, your climate is about to change. <laughs>
1: That's what I would say. All right. It's not true. None so, of this is true. <laughs> so uh, it, there's been a uh, an idea thrown out there that maybe these ships were sinking in the Bermuda Triangle because of a massive amount of bubbles coming up that have been released from underwater methane deposits. So these are called methane clathrates. So a methane clathrate is it's um also known as methane hydrates. That's when a methane uh gets frozen inside it's it's like it's frozen inside uh water it's kind of and um so it's surrounded by H2O and and the methane's in, in the basically in the middle of this thing and uh, there's actually, oh, uh, it's pretty interesting how this stuff was uh, originally mm-hmm. discovered. It was a, when when these methane clathrates were first discovered, it was originally just thought that it was like out, like uh, in the outer regions of the solar system, where you get the uh, temperatures are like really, really cold and um, water ice. You get there's a lot of water ice out there, which is kind of you know, to say water ice. Some, sounds a little redundant right but there's different types of ices you have to remember not um, if you're from um, philly also, no then it'd be I, I, know, <laughs> I know i, I know you, i saw you <laughs> smirking <laughs> at me with that if you're from philly then you know what water ice is and it's not <laughs> water ice is a little summertime treat in philadelphia Yeah, maybe.
2: shaved italian ice
1: yeah yeah um but anyways, uh, but it's actually pretty, it's it's found a lot in the, the bottom of the ocean floor. Um, so, uh, so I believe it was, what was it found in this? It was, methane clathrates weren't discovered until, where did I see it here? The 1960s or so?
0: Yeah, something like that. I knew they're, they're relatively new. Little cages okay yeah yeah
1: Mm -hmm. methane stuck in the ice cages that's a great way to say it yeah yeah
2: um so yeah so you think like deep at the bottom of the ocean uh salt water is not going to freeze but it might be cold enough where you can have pure water freezing i guess caging the methane like locking it all in
1: yeah it's just um methane it's a when you get a large amount of methane it's trapped within the crystalline structure of water and it forms a solid similar to ice basically, basically yeah it. um it's uh formed when hydrogen bonded water and methane gas come in contact with high pressures and low temperatures in oceans
0: that's so- and yeah yeah that's why it's it's the pressure that, mm-hmm. that adds to it at the bottom of the oceans
2: Dum, dum, so, dum, 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 dum.
1: Um, you know, these methane clathrates, we've talked about this with some math. math that was both too.
2: Ice ice Baby and Under Pressure at the same time.
1: Ooh. Is it true that DeVille <laughs> Ice never made a dime off of that song because he got sued by Queen? I don't know. I, don't know.
0: I do remember uh, his pr- press conference, or I've seen videos at the press conference where he tries to yeah. say it wasn't. He, like, tries to hum his line.
2: Yeah. It, it the bass line is off by like a, a half a. I'm not a musician, but it, half a musical like, note. Yeah. But it's like when it's 99% the same <laughs> for the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Was, uh, so frozen methane bubbles, frozen,
1: frozen methane at the bottom of the ocean and, um, so you get them in uh, um, they, they tend well we'll talk, actually how to there's times we've there's evidence of this where the methane basically kind of melts at the bottom of the ocean, and it all kind of bubbles up. And so the thought process is, if you're a ship and you get stuck in this methane clathrate release, your ship and as those bubbles are coming up, your ship is no longer buoyant your ship sinks
2: you're you're changing the density of the water tremendously you know you're going from a density of one to a density of like i don't know 0.5 or something like that so all all of a sudden your your ship you know that was floating in a density of 0.1 is now not buoyant and you just bloop.
1: see you later ship um and i've also heard i don't uh, see i've heard mixed mixed things with this um but if the methane's coming up, coming up out of the ocean in the atmosphere and a plane flies through it, the plane could crash. It wouldn't. The,
0: oh, the, I mean, that the, makes the, sense. Yeah. The I mean, first of all,
2: your your density of the air would change as well as your combustibility. You know, your oxygen, your the combust- your main yeah. combustion is your oxygen, which is at 20.9%. If yeah. all of a sudden all of that was replaced with methane, then you may get all kinds of funky stuff going on with your engine. Yeah, you
1: guess, yeah, yeah, okay. It would like if-
2: over rev to the point of uh, exploding the engine or just, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, what if, or the methane goes in maybe, I don't know how hot, well, actually the stuff that was going on, this is before jet engines, but the jet engine would take in methane. Would that potentially explode in the heat? It's, I don't know how hot engines get. Depending on, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I think it's more of a, uh,
2: Kind of a thought experiment more than an actual yeah. like
1: yeah, yeah. So, but I did see one source that said that didn't explain how the planes went down, but I think I don't know. I mean, it's been it's, some people have attributed it to the planes going down. Um, so yeah, that's methane clathrates. So we've also we've talked about these in terms of like mass extinction events where because you can get a ton of methane coming out of the ocean if this if all this like you know, this frozen methane at the bottom of the ocean just kind of just Melts and bubbles up. Methane yeah, is mean, a super, super strong greenhouse gas. Yeah, and think about like
2: when the Drake Passage opened; like all of a sudden, your ocean currents all, across the whole planet changed. So you you would get all of a sudden warm water would be somewhere where warm water wasn't before, and that's all it would take is to to warm th- a few of these things up.
1: Or, or because uh, there's been no evidence of methane clathrates um, bubbling up. Uh, since for over like fifteen thousand years, and there's evidence of it in Finland. I want to say, um, I was reading. Oh, I can't find it. I was reading a paper, a Nature article about evidence of these. You see these craters? Uh, It's in
2: um, Norway, I believe.
1: Norway, Norway.
0: Yeah, they're popping up all over Siberia too, right? The the big craters. Um, from in the permafrost, right? I didn't uh, th- these
2: that. were at the bottom of these the ocean. In the in, in, Oh, yeah. Sorry, but just circling back, yeah. one of our patrons, uh, thank you, Garrison, said that uh, commercial jet engines can reach temperatures as high as seventeen hundred degrees Celsius, woo, or over three thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Woo. Dang. that's a lot. Yeah, it's hot, right? It's um, so hot right now.
1: <laughs> so there's um yeah so the some methane methane uh was released about 12, 15 to twelve thousand years ago, uh in the northern Barents Sea and it created these craters. Like there's more than a hundred craters within uh, a seven hundred square kilometer area. These craters are one kilometer wide and thirty five meters deep and wow, that's um, huge. Yeah, cool. yeah, big big craters from this methane release and it looks like the methane followed a fault. There's a paleozoic aged fault. I'm sorry, uh that's that's, that's triassic actually. Triassic aged fault that um basically served as the the conduit or the path of the least resistance for this methane to 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 mobilize, so uh, that's interesting there. So, anyways, um, yeah, so this gas release, fifteen to twelve thousand years ago, that's from what I've researched. That's like the last evidence of of a methane like uh, release. So okay. there hasn't been any evidence. That's the other thing with the uh, in terms of the Bermuda Triangle. There's zero evidence that um, there's any methane clathrate releases. At the Bermuda Triangle. That was a thought. Like that could, you know, potentially cause these ships to to sink there.
2: All right. Um, yeah. So if it's not glathrates, what is it, Chris? Yeah.
1: What, we're answers. here to answer the questions and no one dares. Well, um, some other people have said rogue waves. Um, rogue waves. I've seen
2: the Poseidon adventure.
1: Yeah, both, both of them. It, it just ha- kind of happens randomly, um, and uh, they can be big. You can get like hundred foot tall rogue waves in the ocean, and isn't you know, that, like that's terrifying? That's <laughs> horrifying. Absolutely. That's, it's again, horrifying.
2: I've seen the movies, which I'm sure is leading to my uh, trepidation. But uh, that just all of a sudden out of nowhere, no storm, no nothing, just like whoop! By the way, here's a giant wave coming at you.
1: Yeah, and it has sucks to, do to be you with broke waves, or it has to do with um, basically, uh, you get um, cons- you know, like with in terms of like wave, just dealing with waves, not just ocean waves, but you can get constructive and yes. destructive, um, uh, not wait, wave- what do you call those constructive waves or constructive? Your, uh, what's it called? Uh,
0: anyway. yeah, interference and. I know
1: what you're talking about. <laughs> it's on the, like, the yeah, they, matters. They can, they I know can either, what you're talking about. They can
2: either add to each other or they can, yeah, uh, they, can they can cancel each other, each other out. out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And so it's just with waves, you, you in the ocean, you just get random, random like wave frequencies and yeah. you can just get yeah. this constructive pattern. It's interference. Constructive interference. Yeah. Thank you. And it can build to the your your waves can just that's that's how you get get a rogue wave is just kind of just randomness. Um, and they can be really big, and it's thought that maybe some just uh, rogue waves kind of took them out. I mean, <clears throat>
0: sorry, finish your thought.
1: No, that's that's basically it. Um, we're- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it is it's an interesting. It doesn't solve the problem with the airplanes,
1: though, because no airplanes get hit with a road wave.
0: So I'll I'll jump in on that here in a second. But like you're in you're in sort of an interesting area, right? Because
1: between,
0: say, like you come up on Florida and as as Florida comes up uh, along the the east coast of Florida, you, you have the Gulf Stream. And so you have this insane current moving up and, and to the, to the east of that, you have all these little gyres and eddies that are, um, that are moving around there. And I'm just trying to find the, just trying to think of the uh, what's the, the, the names of those, those gyres are, and I am blanking on it. Um,
2: I'm too. I'm sorry.
0: No, you have you have all these little currents like where the sargas the sargasso sea there um, but anyway to to the you know to the east of the 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 gulf stream that that flows south to north you you have all these little little tiny gyres and um, circulation patterns and so i you know you, you could see like Getting some some weird interactions there, creating maybe a rogue wave or two. There is this idea about the Gulf Stream playing a role. Do you know this one?
1: No. Go ahead. That it
0: Where's has. It? I mean, it has such a it has such a flow to it, right? It, it can really can really move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, you look at a map, or you, you think about. The, the age of like European exploration, you know, landing on North America and ships, you know, this isn't a hundred percent, but ships landed either from Virginia up through New England or down in the Caribbean. And there, there wasn't much in, in the way of say landing on the East coast of Florida or on Georgia or South Carolina, because of the Gulf Stream, you either had to go north of it or go south of it because mm-hmm. the old sailing ships running through because it had such a flow to it. And so there is a theory that ships that get into engine trouble or planes that have to make water landings, they, they, they might report their position, but they get carried away by this current and drift away. And so that's why searchers could never find them.
2: Ah, I like that theory that holds water if you will
1: (laughs) um there is one thing i forgot i want to i want to go back to this methane clathrate thing for a second (laughs) um i forgot to mention this and i think this is uh this is interesting so you got all this this frozen methane at the bottom of the ocean and we said it's because of cold temperatures obviously cold temperatures are going to freeze stuff but then also the, the pressure um well, one of the ways, how do you get this like stuff to, we didn't address? How do you get this stuff to just bubble up? Um, so let's think about, like I said, the last time this happened was between 12 and 15,000 years ago. That's just after the um, last glacial maximum. Last glacial maximum is 18, right? But, you know, we're still in an ice age at this point. So ice age, sea level drops. All right. Basically, sea level drops because it's all that all the water ice is snuck out of the ocean and being stored on land in the form of ice. So the depth of the ocean decreases. And then the pressure decreases.
2: Yeah, it's like and taking the cap off that Coke bottle.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. And so that's why I didn't look the list. it wouldn't really makes sense for methane clathrate release um right now because uh you know we're in a time of sea level rise we're adding pressure we're adding depth to the ocean It's getting deeper and deeper we're adding more and more pressure so but that was uh I,
2: but you also have industrial revolution you have acidification of the ocean and you have ocean temperatures increasing so could that play a factor in
1: it? Um, how much of that is, sir, uh, shallow water and not deep stuff? I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know the answer. I just throw out these questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Um, you know, in terms of the ocean warming up, how much of that is is superficial versus um? I haven't. I don't. I don't know if it's the, the entire water column.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But, but just you know, adding
1: to the mystery. There you go. Lots of mystery with this one. So, uh, what's the deal? What's the deal with the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> uh, that's <your> Seinfeld impression. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. You like that?
2: <laughs> no, but uh, uh, like. Uh, just recently we had a Malaysian, not recently, it was a while ago, but a, an airplane disappeared.
1: Courtney Love found it, right?
2: <laughs>
0: but,
1: <laughs> do, you, do you know when that
0: happened? Did I talk to you about this? This
2: is 2009?
0: 2014, I was just talking about uh-huh. it in my class. I was, you know, one, I was being like, that plane, we never found that plane. Just losing my mind. But I was, I was, talking about how the oceans are really big um but i was like yeah it happened like remember that like four years ago and someone was like it was 2004 they googled it real quick yeah 2014 i was eight yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's like oh god eight
1: years ago no but was there something that courtney love claimed that she found (laughs) the the remnants the plane or something it was like yeah. How did this happen? How but, is Courtney Love
2: like? But what I'm saying, even in this day and age, with all the satellites and the technology and all all the things, you can still lose a giant aircraft. Yeah. And it it doesn't necessarily mean that there's some sort of magnetic anomaly or or methane clathrates. Like, just sometimes crap happens, and it just so happened that a bunch of these ships happened to get lost in the Bermuda triangle. And I mean, the methane clathrates explain, I I guess can kind of explain the maritime and the aircraft, but the rogue waves, I don't, you know, how does that explain the aircraft? I don't know. Unless Um, they were like flying low maneuvers or something and a rogue wave came out of nowhere.
1: So, all right, let's, uh, let's talk about, so we talked about all these like crazy, like ideas not crazy. Some of them are crazy. Um, but <laughs> we talked about these possible explanations for this, but let's let's bring it back to reality now, all right? Ooh. So Ooh. number one, all right, all right here we go. <laughs> we have to understand that this is a heavily trafficked area in the Atlantic Ocean, right? There are lots and lots and lots and lots of ships and airplanes going through this area.
2: Yeah. So like 99.99.2% of everything that goes through this area makes it out of this area.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Everything makes it out. And, um, so, you know, one idea is that there's something called the frequency illusion. All right. And, um, you know, basically we tend to remember things that we think are like, you know, like exceptional and like crazy. Right. Um, uh, and then there's this uh and you can like stick with us and and like i said it's called the frequency illusion or also known as the the batter meinhoff effect and once we're introduced to an idea we tend to keep on seeing this over and over and over again
2: right yeah i i kind of think i equate it to uh did you ever try to plug a usb port in and you, you almost right. think every single time it's upside down uh uh And that, that's not true that the truth is, it's probably 50% of the time it's upside down, but you only yeah. remember the times where it doesn't go in right away. You don't yeah. remember the times where it goes in right away.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, you'll start to like in the next week or so, you're going to hear about the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> five, five or 10 more times Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and think like, what? That's so weird. But it's just because your brain is attuned to hear
1: that now.
2: Yeah, that and or so- Google Alexa heard it on your podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> commercials now or ads, web ads. <laughs> with the Bermuda Triangle now because you listen to this. Um, so there's actually no statistical anomaly of like uh, ships getting all jacked up or whatever. Or planes going down in the uh, Bermuda Triangle. There's That's no not what like- the
2: History Channel told me.
1: Well, yeah. the History Channel also has a show called Ancient Aliens, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> i don't intend to subscribe to that very often i Um, guess we can
2: cross that sponsor off the list
1: (laughs) Yeah, ancient aliens will never never sponsor us um so uh you know it's uh like i said it's probably i'd hate to burst everyone's bubble but there's really nothing going on to be bermuda triangle there's (laughs) there's Burst, burst
2: your bubble is that a pun
1: Oh, yeah, right. I hate to burst your methane clathrate bubble, but (laughs) that might be the dorkiest thing I've ever said in my life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So there's no evidence of any methane clathrate releases there. There's no evidence of just like an anomalous number of uh, ships going down, planes going down. And the other thing that we have to understand is there was, there was a, it doesn't explain. There's, there's stories of these ships. They just find them floating in the Bermuda Triangle. The ships still float, but the crew's gone. None of this stuff explains any of that. And I don't even know if that's a true story. If the, uh, this, you, the story here of like the, uh, abandoned ship going through the Bermuda yeah, Triangle. The
2: ghost, ghost ship.
1: The ghost yeah, ship. Right? What's the, what's the
0: famous ghost ship? Uh, in the that was found in the Atlantic the Mary Celeste and it was found like adrift in the Atlantic <clears throat> it was you know like almost completely un, untouched um, <clears throat> the sails were still up all the belongings were still there um, the captain's logbook was gone and the entire crew everyone else was gone and so mm. they don't know they don't know why
1: Sounds like the uh Jamestown, Virginia, but just on a uh yeah exactly on a, boat, a ship, right yeah, uh, well, how do you explain the planes going down? they, they
2: were attacked by Native Americans <laughs>
1: <laughs> what in Jamestown, yeah, they don't know just, the whole town disappeared, yeah, they went for
2: smallpox,
1: throw probably aliens,
2: probably um, aliens, yeah.
1: So, with all this stuff, how do you explain the... Uh, the James Sandler's Sasquatch. All of the, all of the above. How do you explain Gosh, the planes going down in the Bermuda Triangle? Well, chances are they probably just got lost and ran out of fuel. Uh, <laughs> there's no, like I said, there's, there's no, it doesn't, things don't happen in the Bermuda Triangle. I guess emergencies don't happen in the Bermuda Triangle more than anywhere else in the world. So um, this podcast brought to you by the U.S. government. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing going on. We can't confirm it or nor deny it. (laughs) Actually, the the U.S. government does refuse to uh, acknowledge the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's another little thing. That's
0: really uh, that's convenient for them.
2: Well, I, mo- <laughs> most of it's in international waters. I mean, the only thing that's not is like ninety miles off the coast of Miami, right?
1: Yeah. How far does it go? The the, eco- the something economic zone or the the EEZ is that what it's called? The, the yeah. The water, how far? It goes like two hundred miles, right? Yeah. You're
0: <laughs> you know, Your influence. Yeah, I know what you're saying.
2: I thought it was ninety miles, but yeah.
0: I forget. And, I mean it always changes depending on what resources you find just over that line. Yeah. <laughs> the countries will be like, nope, that's nope, dibs. Yeah. Sorry,
2: it's 90 miles unless it's worth something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Then we have dibs. <laughs> dibs. Uh very cool. All right. Well, you know, kinda of, a little bit of a wah wah for the Bermuda Triangle. So if you're expecting some super awesome revelation. We apologize, but...
1: Nah, sorry, we just really burst We this. Well, we yeah. want to keep the mystery alive. Yeah. So, on that note, next week we will be broadcasting live from the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Another thing that, you know, we didn't even mention the Bermuda Triangle. You get lots of storms in there. So, before Doppler radar, you didn't know when a hurricane was coming up the coast or, you know... Com- <laughs> in the Atlantic, it's kind of out there and get nailed by a storm, you know? Yeah,
2: 1918 to 1964 or whatever. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Actually, kind of a side note, my favorite hurricane story is the one, what, what year did it hit Galveston, Texas?
0: 1900, right?
2: Yeah.
1: 1900? Yeah. Here's another Halloween story. So these basically, <laughs> Galveston gets nailed by this hurricane in 19... 19- 1900, if that's the correct date, that's about yep. the right time. August um, 1900. August of 1900. I had no idea this thing was coming. And sorry, it, was... it, it formed in August. It hit in September. Okay. So hurricane season.
0: Yeah. Um, so Galveston was the up and coming city, and it was between like Galveston and Houston to be like the major port. Uh-huh. Obviously, I mean, people could tell it wasn't going to be Galveston because it's on a barrier island. Um, <clears throat> but Because there was a lot of, like, it was up and coming, people were building, there was a building boom and they were trying to make their places all fancy. And just previously at the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago, you know, one thing they do is they rank stuff, right? That's where Pabst got its blue ribbon. Yeah. Still holding on to that. Yeah. Um,
2: PB Army ASAP.
0: Really milking that blue ribbon. Uh, I love them, though, if they want to sponsor the show. But the at the time, the I think it was the peach bottom slate in Pennsylvania was named like the hardest or the best slate in the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they they were shipping it down there and they were using it as their roof tiles because it was like the, the status symbol of the time. So it was roof tiles that got launched and became projectiles. There were thin little roof tiles that acted like these death frisbees. Mm-hmm. There were like two that. cases of decapitation.
1: Death frisbees. Yeah. like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Death Frisbee. Death Frisbee. I can't
0: say if they were from the peach bottom quarry. You know, I don't want to besmirch the name of the slate quarry. I guess it depends
2: on how clean the decapitation was. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> well, anyways. Shouldn't shouldn't make fun of loss of human life, but <clears throat> Um, yeah. Happy so, Halloween, everyone.
1: There yeah. <laughs> um from yeah, the Bermuda Triangle to decapitations. There we go. Hit the whole gambit here. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen, nothing nothing crazy with the Bermuda Triangle. So don't get nervous if you have to fly over there. You have any cursed commercial flights fly over the Bermuda Triangle every day? Lots. A lot. You have any flights going to Miami every day? Lots. Between Miami, San Juan, and Sure, Bermuda too. Why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on there, and uh, I can't cool. Guarantee it, but statistically, you'll be fine.
2: All right, Jesse. Yeah. Question of the night: What so, song are you taking a sound? I've,
0: I've got a, a deep cut here. Ooh. And I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this one. It's a little back catalog. By Fleetwood Mac called Bermuda Triangle. Oh,
1: yeah. Do you know? Oh, nice. I had one queued up too for tonight. Ah, well, what was what? Mary Manilow has a song called Bermuda oh, Triangle. Oh, really? Nice. I'm oh, to well, we have to listen to that.
0: I love the. What, what's. He's not the Velvet Fog. What What's his name?
2: <laughs> Velvet Fog? Whose nickname is that?
0: <laughs> um, nice. Mel Torme. Nice. Oh. Uh, he what's Barry Manilow. Yeah, I don't know. Nickname, I guess you just know him as Barry Manilow. He doesn't need yeah.
2: a nickname, he didn't need one. Yeah, his name spoke for itself, but <laughs> all right, very cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you to all our Patreons who are listening live with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, a bunch came out since we've been on hiatus a little bit because uh, our wonderful podcaster Chris had a baby. So, congratulations, Chris. Yeah.
0: Well, his wife Thank had the baby. Much. Uh, whatever. Wife had it it's a team <laughs> effort. What's, what's that Schwarzenegger
1: movie where he was a junior? No. Junior.
0: Junior. Yeah. Junior. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks so much. And uh, all right. That's it for this week for the geology flannel cast. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week with another fun and exciting episode of the Premier Geology Podcast, the Geology Finalcast. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks
1: for stopping by.